All right, I got Brian and Lyle here, and this is Paul with Team Fat Boys. Today I've got Lyle Stokes of Black Horse Custom Rods and Twisted Cat Outdoors and the uh, tournament series of Twisted Cat Outdoors. How you doing tonight, Lyle? Brian? Yeah, doing good. A little cold. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 weather's down there, Brian? Uh, it's like in the twenties, but here in at night, it's the rain and stuff, and get down to negative six. Wow. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna be in the negatives here Tuesday and what was that? Long Monday and Tuesday, I think. Sunday yeah. and Monday. Starting yes. tonight, you steadily get colder. Yeah. So with that being said, oh, this is my fish. It's something new that I got that my uh, my friend uh, Justin bought for me. So every once in a while that thing goes off. <laughs> so. Anyway, I know you've been working and staying up to date on the Missouri rules, the the new ones, there, Lyle. And uh, what, where are they, uh, where are they the rule at? And well, that what they've done is they have went ahead, they have passed the rule for the 34 inch rule, two over 34 inch, and the slot limit fish uh, for Lake the Ozark to Truman Lake. And uh, there was a small group of people that, uh, for some reason, uh, have a little radio station in southwest Missouri. They thought they could get their um, uh, representative, state representative to go up to Jefferson City and get that halted. But uh, come to find out, uh, there's about six people that think that that's the right way, the, not the right thing to do. And uh, she didn't fare too well up there in Jeff City. So... They went ahead. The commissioners passed it. It go into effect uh, March first, two thousand fourteen. Yeah, I heard that there was a little bit of clowning on that deal where they were kind of laughing at her when when she tried to post her side and had no knowledge of anything. Well, she didn't even know what kind of fish was in the lake. I mean, basically, <laughs> she started talking about white cats and stuff like that. There's not any white cats in Missouri. They're blues, channel cats, flatheads, bullheads, but. Uh, the white cats, the only white cats I'm aware of, is out on the East Coast. There hasn't been any Missouri in hundreds of years. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Brian's got white cats out there too. I think. Yeah, probably so out east. In West Virginia. Yeah. So, how did that? How did that actually come about into the getting the rules changed? Just uh, a matter of people voicing voicing positives or. Well, they done test on on the two lakes down there and determined that there was an overpopulation of small fish, and the breeding size fish and the fish in the spot limit, which would be uh, roughly uh, seven or eight pounds up to sixteen pounds, um, they they were over harvested. Uh, right. So what they did was change the law, the rules, and. Um, you're allowed, actually allowed more fish now than you was before. You're allowed 10 fish instead of five blue cats from those two lakes and all the tributaries, um, two over 34 inch per day per person, um, none in the slot limit, like I say, which is, which is roughly 8 to 16 pounds. You can't take any of those out, but you can have as, uh, you know, up to 10 of, of the others, including two of the big fish, and, and 
you know, people can say what they want. The big when blues get big, they get real strong tasting and they're rubbery. The the meat's rubbery. The best ones to eat are the small ones, anyhow. So uh, you're a lot. You get to keep more fish and and uh, you save the breeding size fish and let them get up to the size where they can actually uh, breed and be productive breeders. Yeah. So. Your your opinion on the final outcome, and and do you think it'll go into the rivers next, or? Well, right now the conservation department has uh, told me that they are doing a study on uh, the Mississippi River uh, from uh, the Iowa line to St. Louis, and they're also doing studies on the Missouri River from where it comes into the state on the west side to St. Louis, where it dumps into the Mississippi, and. Um, these, I don't know how long it'll take to do this study, uh, but as soon as they're done, they will then determine if uh, the slot limit and things are needed on the rivers, which, you know, basically I, I've tried to impress them that, that they are needed because of the commercial guys and the pay lake guys are taking so many of these fish out that never get returned uh, to breed that you know, we just we just need to get the breeders left in there. You know, it's not that nobody wants uh, people not to take big fish out. If they want to take big fish out, that's fine. Just don't take so many of them. Uh, you know, a little uh, a 16 pound blue is liable to have 50,000 eggs a year when they spawn, and a big one's liable to have four or five hundred thousand. And only about one percent of them survive anyhow. So you take the the big prolific breeders out. That you know, it is very detrimental to. Uh, uh, the harvest population, not the harvest population, but the breeding population, where uh, not nearly as many fish can be uh, reproduced every year. And, and big blues take 25, 30 years to get to, to the point where they weigh 30, 40, 50 pounds. So right. you need to keep them going as long as you can. So with what you think, you know, with, with what passed now, do you think it's, that it'll be on the rivers next, or is it something that um, Illinois is going to have to to make a move on, or or you think they'll take a lead uh, with what Missouri's doing? What what do you think is going to happen on the borders of the Illinois and and Missouri uh, uh, boundaries that that run in between the Mississippi? Well, we're hoping that they'll work together. There's there's some speculation, and I know some people that I have some good friends that actually deal with the Illinois uh, Conservation Department, and uh, the guy that actually run that for several years uh, has led everybody to believe that, that that stuff was not needed, and when they all come to the meeting with his superiors, they found out that he'd never passed the information that he actually had along uh, to others above him, uh, so they wasn't aware of what was going on in the Alton St. Louis area. Now that that's been going on, they are looking at Illinois is actually looking at a a deal for a trial uh, slot limit 34 inch uh, thing. We'll find out if they're actually going to try that this year. But if the two of them can come together, we can get something done. Always before it's been a problem because. Um, in the state of Missouri last year, there was only six licensed legal um, commercial fishermen in the whole state. The rest of them all come from Illinois. The, the issue with that is they they buy Illinois license, um, and there's hundreds of them. The guy in San, in, in um, Alton actually is a commercial fisherman himself, who is over the the rivers down there, 
uh, and they they don't have boat ramps in Illinois like they do in Missouri. So they come right. over here, they put in on our water, and then they find these holes that holds thousands and thousands of blue cats in the wintertime. And uh, with the electronics and the technology we have now, they'll find one of them and they'll clean it out and go to the next one. So they're taking five, ten, twenty thousand pounds of fish out of there every two or three days until you know that hole's done and. Then they just move to the next one. They keep finding them, so they they're all gone. Right, and uh, I guess you know people are are going to start raising hell or or be against um, some of this stuff on the tournaments. And I'd like to know how you feel, what you think about it, and will it affect them? And do you see any other issues that may work against the outcome of the tournament trails? Well, we fished a lot of tournaments. Cindy and I was in eight states this year uh, fishing tournaments and different things. And um, the places that we've been, all of the places from North Dakota, Wisconsin, um, down south, and some of the southern states, Alabama being one of them, uh, that have these 34-inch rules and uh, slot limit fish, it's not a big deal because it's the same thing in tournament fishing for everybody. Each person is allowed two fish over 34 inches. Uh, in twisted cap tournaments, uh, we're only allowing people to keep three fish per day anyhow because a lot of the waters we fish, the fish are so big, if you get three 40 or 50, 60 pound fish, most people don't have live wells to accommodate them safely. Um, right. so, you know, there is some that do, but when you get a five fish limit at a lot of these tournaments, uh, you get five fifty pound fish. There's very few people that's got a live well that will stay in that. So um, right. this pot limit with if if you just have a two man team, you're still allowed four fish over thirty four inch, two per person. So you know you, you got you know, I don't I don't I don't see how it's going to affect it because everybody's going to be allowed four big over thirty four inch fish, and then you you get your um, your, your closest to your slot limit size uh, and, and go from there. But, you know, most places you're not going to get five giants in one day anyhow. And you're no. just not going to be able to keep the slot. I mean, that's all we do. You can't, you're not, you I wouldn't can't say that. I wouldn't say that because we know Danny. <laughs> well, Danny's an exception to the rule. He's kind of an animal. But he's only allowed to because he fishes by himself. And that's his, yeah, that's, that'd be an issue for a guy that fishes by himself because, you know, they would only be allowed to fish. Um, but Danny's very conservation-minded and very open to all this stuff, so he's aware of what's going on. I've visited with him maybe numerous I, times. Maybe I need to worry about getting him drunk and taking me out on a on a tournament. Tournament he, run. Danny is, he Take is my one camera. Of, <laughs> he's one of the premier fishermen in the, in the country. People don't that don't know Danny Southen, um, should should see some of the records that he said he holds a Twisted Cat Outdoors record on a three fish limit. Um, he caught a, two years ago, a hundred and ninety five point two pounds on three fish. I mean, it's he, amazing. I think if he opened up a guidance service, I I think I'd jump right on it myself. But. <laughs> you know, Danny's a good old boy, and, and he he fishes a lot. Yeah. I've accused him of naming those fish. I think he knows where every one of them's at down around St. Louis area and has nicknames for them and, and uh, knows hey, where Bruce. they go and where they hide. Yeah. What's that? I said, hey, Bruce. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice to see you again. Just like my he's talking probably, fish back here. He's probably caught some of them five or six times, you know. 
uh, you never know. Um, <laughs> you got anything to, to ask him real quick before we move on, Brian? Oh, man. Okay. He's good. <laughs> All right, we're going to get off the subject to that because um, you're involved in a few other things, and, and I want to kind of go over those. Um, I'd like to know how how you got into your custom rod building and what got you started in making custom rods for other people. Well, um, years ago, we used to live in southern Missouri, and uh, we fished a lot of bass tournaments and, and crappie tournaments and stuff, and you know, I'd go buy the stuff that I needed or what I thought I needed, and I never could get a, a rod that would actually do what they said it would do or do what I wanted it to do. And uh, we'd done a little trout fishing in those days, and I've met a guy down around Bennett Springs that is probably the greatest rod builder of all times. Um, he just does fabulous work. And um, I wanted to, he built me a, a fly rod in them days. And I wanted him to build me a bass rod, and he, you know, I know he knew how to do it. And, um, he didn't have time to do it, you know. He's backlogged like so many people are, where you couldn't get it done. And he said, "I'll tell you what." He said, "I'll get all the stuff, and I'll instruct you and let you build it." And this was, this was in 1984. He ordered all the stuff in, and I built my first one then, and um, it turned out okay. And uh, I wanted another one, and he wouldn't do it, so. You know, he kept instructing me, and that's how kind of how I got started. And um, I was fishing a lot of bass tournaments then, and and um, guys would come up and wonder where you got your rod. I said, well, I built it, you know. And uh, next thing you know, I was building one or two for guys and different people and crappie rods and fly rods and stuff. And when we started uh, tournament catfishing several years ago, I started building uh, my own catfishing rods, and people liked them, and I was building them for friends and relatives and the next thing you know I build them all the time and that's just kind of how it got going yeah well you know that that uh, yellow one here I've got behind me if my fish don't go off first <laughs> the yellow one uh, you built for you know channel catfish which is good for the 15 pounders that we catch here in uh, uh, Silver Lake my home lake here uh -huh. and uh, I've I've uh, actually took the the tackle off it and on occasion run a buzz bait and stuff to catch bass on the lake as well and it, it kind of uh, works for both things for me. I can use it for the uh, the channel catfish or the, the bass, either one. Absolutely. So. Those those small rods like that are, are pretty universal. Um, where you get into uh, specialty stuff is if you're drift fishing or you're fishing for or big flatheads or blues or something. Uh, um, for the average channel cat in our area, it doesn't take a, a monstrosity of a rod um, to catch channel cat. Now, if you get up the Red River with Brad Dirk or up in Wisconsin with Jerry and them, uh, where they've got 25 and 30 pound channel cat on a pretty regular basis, then these bass rods just won't take that abuse for any length of time. Uh, and that's where you the, the main difference in a custom rod and a production rod is when we build a rod for somebody, we buy the best blanks, the best components we can to make it, and a, a, a place that's, that's producing millions of them can't afford to do that or they just wouldn't be able to sell them. Uh, our, our stuff's kind of a specialty thing, and, 
and uh, they're mass producing things and trying to get millions of them out where we're doing one, two, three, four, five, maybe ten for, for a guide or something, but uh, they don't, we don't do uh, a thousand of them just like each other for, for one company. Right. What, uh, what is the, the price range is like for uh, 2040? I think, I think it's 2040 I've got from you, the, the big right. rod. They start at 150 plus shipping, and uh, that includes uh, a good quality e-glass blank and uh, stainless brace guides, uh, any kind of grip material that you want on it, basically, cork, EVA, foam, uh, cord, which is by far become the most popular, a good quality graphite real seat, um, a butt cap on it, and, uh, you know, basically anything you want on your uh, decal, your name, or club, or whatever like that. All right. Well, you know, the other thing I wanted to talk about that you're involved in is the uh, Twisted Cat uh, outdoors forum, and I've been a member for some time. I was kind of wondering how that come about, how long has it been up, and uh, be candid on the reason. Okay, well, the reason that uh, the Crystal Cat Outdoors web forum has been on, I believe this is the sixth year. I really uh, haven't kept track of the, the time the factor on it, but... Um, we started tournaments. This will be our six-year tournament, so I'm pretty sure it's six years on the website. But um, we started doing tournaments for a guy out east, and uh, he was just a hose job. He screwed everybody over and, and lied to a bunch of us. And um, The original group that started Twisted Cat Outdoors was myself, Keith Atkins, J.D. Richardson, and Chris Cordia. And um, we, we was involved with several websites, and... Uh, we would, all of us was always getting banned from one reason or another, or somebody was telling us stuff and I'll hold them up their end of the bargain, different things, and I was sponsoring people and giving them rods for giveaways, and they was actually keeping them for themselves, and uh, I'd ship stuff out to them, and they were supposed to give them to people that paid for them and didn't give them to them, and it made me look bad, so we just uh, basically split away from all the other websites and started one of our own. I got... Uh, I had an injury and had a shoulder surgery, and I was tied up, so again, I had nothing better to do than work the website, and um, Steve built it up for us, and, and we took off, and uh, the next year we started doing the Twisted Cat um, tournament series, and basically the web form was just to promote the, the tournament series, and it just kind of grew from there. I think we've got somewhat over 1,800 members now, and uh, we could have a lot more. I just don't push the issue because the people we got, for the most part, uh, are serious cat fishermen, mostly tournament fishermen, and uh, very knowledgeable and willing to share their knowledge. Where a lot of them other guys are just keyboard fishermen, and uh, they don't, you know, they don't care if they share anything or or if anybody learns anything or not. And, and most of our members are very, very uh, knowledgeable and willing to pass uh, their good knowledge along. Right. Well, uh, let's see what else we got here, Lyle. I know I was going to hit you up some other stuff here. Uh, ba ba. You have anything else that that you can think of, Lyle? I'm going uh, a blank here. Um, not really. Other than this cold weather we're having, it's just colder than it can be. Yeah, I hear you. 
All right, so guys, if you're you're interested in a custom rod, go to BlackHorseCustomRods.com. When the uh, YouTube version of this is printed up, it'll be right uh, it'll be right down there. And uh, there's my talking fish went off again as soon as I raised my hand. <laughs> but um, uh, the forum is TwistedCatOutdoors.com. That'll be there if you're watching on YouTube. After the live event, look in the description and we'll post the link there. And appreciate you doing this uh, video with me, Lyle. And uh, got uh, Brian here, which I brought in just just so he can learn some more. You never know. Hey, I and, got one other thing, Paul. Yeah, I didn't do it. And if uh, you said I did, can't prove it. Okay. Uh, we, have a, we have a good friend of ours uh, that's involved in catfishing that's a very good conservation-minded guy that runs Kansas City Catfish, Brad Kilpatrick. Um, Brad runs tournaments out of the west side of the state, and every March he has a tournament uh, at Warsaw on Lake of the Ozarks. Um, the people out of Clinton that have opposed this 34-inch uh, rule and the slot women on fish seem to think that nobody will show up for this tournament, and I know that there's, he's going to have a record crowd this, this year. Uh, right. And I think he's just posted the dates. I don't have them all with me on hand, but anybody that wants to fish a really good run tournament um, needs to go down this spring in March and fish with Brad and them guys. It'll be a great time, and, and they'll catch a lot of good fish. Uh, lake of the Ozarks and Truman both have some giant blues, and there's lots of fish in the lake. And uh, we need to show people that the 34-inch the, the rule and the slot limit is a good thing for not only the everyday fishermen, but it's good for tournament fishermen too. Right. Right. Um, if you get that posted or something, then I'll forward it and I'll post it on my website. And okay. As soon as I get the, the correct information, I think he just got that up. I just found out that his schedule is up. And the other thing is, um, if, if there's a lot of tournament fishermen out there, um, Monsters of the Ohio will be October 11th. We went down and fished that tournament um, this year, Cindy and I did, and um, Aaron Wheatley runs a class act. I mean, this this tournament is just absolutely awesome. These guys do a heck of a job, and you can't have any more fun uh, than going down there and fishing with such. There's just people from all over the United States going to fish that tournament. It's an outstanding time, and it's extremely well run. So, uh, you know, if you're interested in catching some good fish and having a lot of fun, uh, that's another good tournament to go to. Okay. Well, with that, uh, like I said, you post me a thing, and I'll make sure I post it. And uh, right, I'm going to cut the live broadcast now, and we'll talk at you all later.